tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Hey everybody, welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know who I am, you know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Good morning, Swarm. I love you guys so much, thank you. Uh, you're gonna love this show, man. We have the uh, lead singer of Cro-Mags, John Joseph, man. It is one of the uh, best conversations I've ever had. That dude is as New York as you get, okay? He shits pinstripes. That's how New York that guy is. It was one of the best conversations I've ever had. It was a blessing to do, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. Uh, real quick, I want to tell you, if you guys are interested to see me live, I have one more show tonight in Wisconsin, Appleton at Skyline. Shows have been great. Please come down, support local venues that are doing live shows. Just go to skylinecomedy.com. Come see myself and Zane helper it's been a real fun show so far i have a couple other shows coming up if you want to see me live i'm going to be in raleigh north carolina september 24th through the 26th at good nights comedy club go to goodnightscomedy.com and then i'll be at the st louis comedy i'll be in st louis at the helium comedy club october 1st through the 3rd that's st louis.heliumcomedy.com uh, you can check that out, dude. And that is October 1st through 3rd. October, I've got shows in Green Bay, and I'm also doing Cleveland. So come and rock with me. Um, if you guys want to support the show, great way to support the show is check out the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash hat. Daily doses of everything going down right now in the world of spiritual skepticism. Three to five episodes a week for only five bucks. More bang for your buck you get anywhere. If uh, you want to check out another great Patreon show, it is the uh, much talked about, the much talked about Conspiracy Social Club with myself, Sam Tripoli, and my good friend, Brian Callen. It is the lizard person, the lizard king versus the Ronin. Uh, two good friends who love each other debating conspiracies. It's a lot of fun. And so far, everyone's been enjoying it. That's patreon.com conspiracy social club patreon.com slash conspiracy social club okay and then i have a spiritual podcast okay uh and that's called zero it's available exclusively on rockfin go to rokfin.com slash zero and uh it's all spirituality man how to deal with this world we live in what's going on between your head how to get yourself out of your rut and how to go to you know how to get on your feet and walk to your dreams, okay? Tinfoil hat gives you all the information about what's going on in the world. Zero is how you deal with that, okay? It's a one-two punch. It's a yin and yang. So check it out. It's available exclusively at Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. 
New shirts are going up all the time, man. The new hit shirt, uh, Raging on Behalf of the Machine, that's available now. Uh, we have the Joker t-shirts, Rick and Morty t-shirts. Um, we're about to have a new Swarm t-shirt. Just go to TimFallHatTshirts.com and uh, support the show. Or if you want some coffee mugs, go to TimFallHatSwag.com for the Wake the Fuck Up coffee cups. They're, it's a great way to support the show. Now here... I'm eventually going to have a uh, one website. I will be looking for a website designer very soon. If you are a high-end website designer, uh, make a pitch and then, um, you know, make a pitch. And whoever makes the best pitch at the best price, I'm going to go with. I got to tell you, whenever I talk to web designers, I'm in karate stance, okay? Just know that. I'm in karate stance. Man, that's a cool picture right there, right? That's who I am. So just know I'm very skeptical but I want to make the best website out there for all of my, um, all my shows. I'm one place to go get it under samtriplee.com. So please let me know uh, what you guys think. Make some offers. We'll see what we can do. All my websites. I mean, all my po- podcasts, all my uh, paywall stuff, all that stuff, all my merch, all on one place. So, and I'm thinking about making my own paywall, to be honest with you. So hit me up if you're into that, guys. If you are into that. Um, Today's show is brought to you by my good friends at CBD Lion. That's CBD Lion. Listen, man, for too long, the, the pharmaceutical cartel has had a monopoly on our health. They turn a, a, a large portion of America into, or the, the population of the world, into drug-addicted zombies just looking for maximum profits, okay? The only way to end their reigns is to find an alternative, huh? And that's why my alley, my buddies at CBD Line are helping me fight, man. I was turned on to them by my good friend Joey Diaz. Uh, he loves their products and especially stuck by, uh, and they stuck during him. This is very important. CBD line stuck with my man, Joey Diaz, during these times, okay? Guy didn't do anything wrong, and a lot of people bailed on him, but not CBD, CBD line. That's why I'm so honored to have him here. I love him very much. Here's a great thing. They got everything for you. They got, you know, they got gummies. They got flour. They got, you name it, they got it, Okay. And uh, I think it's very important. Now, a lot of this stuff, they also have stuff that has no THC in it. So if you're, you know, you're in recovery, you don't have to worry about, you're not going to have to show up the next day at your, at your meeting with a new day count. Okay. And that's very important to me. They got, they got all sorts of rubs and bombs. They got vape, they got weed, they got flour, you know, you name it. They have it there. They are the leaders in everything, man. They were a CBD line was uh, founded by professionals in a medical and re- recreation cannabis space with the experience. They know how to squeeze the maximum efficiency out of each CBD product. They focus on quality, honesty, and is transparent, which can be seen with their third party test results of each batch. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. This is why I love you guys. CBD is going to take care of the swarm. Okay. For all the listeners, all right, CBD line has a generous 20% off code for you. 20% off, okay? CBD, 20% off. Go to cbdline.com. That's cbdline, like the animal, .com, and enter in the promo code TINFOIL. That code does not expire and can be used as many times as you like, okay? If you're dealing with pain, suffering, okay, you want a healthier life, check out CBD line, and let's fight back between uh, fight back against those pharmaceutical fat cats. That's cbdline.com, promo code 
tin foil. I love you guys. Man, enjoy this episode. It was an honor to chop it up with John Joseph. Uh, what a real G. What a real story. And the man pulls no punches. And it was an honor and a privilege. Okay? I love you all, Swarm. Enjoy the show. Take care. Enjoy. Bye-bye, Swarm. Yeah, enjoy the show. All right, let's get into it. Super excited to have him on. He's the lead singer of Cro-Max. Please welcome the man, the myth, the le- legend, Jonathan Joseph, how are you, brother? What's happening, Sam? John, how are like, you, bro? I like I like you representing by coastal. You got the L.A. hat, the New York shirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, I go both ways. You know what I'm saying? So super <laughs> excited to have you on. So, like, it's very interesting. Uh, my buddy Dave, I was like, you got to get this guy on the show. I'm like, okay, I'm open-minded. Anybody that uh, any of my friends put out. Uh, I'm totally down with it. So uh, I looked it up, and you and I have been following each other for a little while, and I didn't yeah, know man. you were the, I never put two and two together. <clears throat> and I didn't know you were part of this fucking insane, like, punk rock band. And I always just – I don't know why. I just thought you were, like, the vegan cyclist that just, like, liked my stuff and we were just talking. I never put the <laughs> two together, dude. And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's really awesome. So thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, man, thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I never call myself a vegan, just so you know. (laughs) They don't, but you are, right? I I I follow the plant-based diet and do all the shit. I just choose to stay away from that whole... Labels, uh, from labels. Yeah. When did you decide to do that? Well, I'll tell you, man, I came out of, uh, off the streets and I was in foster homes, then the streets in the seventies and fucking seeing motherfuckers get murdered in front of me and, you know, got shot dealing drugs and the whole shit. I went to jail and then I went into the Navy and then down in Norfolk, Virginia, met the bad brains. And that was like kind of the, uh, catalyst for all the change man they was all rastafarian smoking a ton of weed and i was uh i was down with that so um i ended up i was i was uh i had a drug business in norfolk while i was in the navy i ended up getting uh i got caught so before they could send me to leavenworth i i uh, i split and uh so i got a job working for the bad brains at the end of 80, the beginning of 81. And uh, I was a fugitive for 15 years, but in that, in that time, I, uh, yeah, I had a federal warrant from uh, Norfolk for the drugs I sold, and then I had the, the federal warrant for being AWOL from the Navy. Um, you know, I came out of jail two years. I was like, I'm not going back, fuck that. And that's when the whole starting the Cro-Mags thing and I was living with the Bad Brains in 81 and you know just uh, a lot of positive change we didn't call it vegan back then and I you know it was so you've been you've been uh, plant-based for that long yeah yeah even even I relapsed into crack in uh, in uh, 88 to 90 for two years you know I was in a band the Cro-Mags and then the fucking bass player who was supposed to be a really good friend of mine Harley Flanagan uh robbed a band and uh it was fucked up i i I quit and then i spun out into like you know like you know we went on tour in europe and and we were coming home for christmas and at the last show in paris with motorhead and black sabbath was a 
supposed to play, but they didn't. But it was like Motorhead Girl School and the Cro-Mags. And, you know, to have my friend, my supposed friend rip me off after all these years of touring and being in burnt out buildings and the rest of the shit, it, it, it fucked me up. But even during that, I was like, I would be up for four days freebasing and smoking crack and then like wake up after taking a bunch of pills and be like, yo, let's go get some wheatgrass juice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cocaine is a plant. Yes. So in a weird way, you were sticking with your in thing. In some cases, too. <laughs> you know, so a lot of things with this, man. Very interesting. Um, in foster care, there's a lot going on right now. There, You know, I, I it just there's so much to talk about. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, within the conspiracy community, and I think it's a part of, on the outside, not myself. Right. You know, I don't know if you know, but I found Jesus recently. He's a shapeshifter, and I really love him. And because uh, he came down and fought the Archons because they were trying to bang our chicks, which means that Jesus was the original Captain Savaho. So I appreciate him very much, man. So, but within the conspiracy world, a big thing that people use to kind of uh, push it away and not want to believe it is this kind of um, this Christian belief and all this stuff. Uh, but a big part like the Q and is the, you know, the trafficking of children and stuff like that. So there's this big fight within the conspiracy community about pro-life, pro-choice. Uh, and the argument is like, okay, if you're, if you're pro-life, are you okay with the fact that a lot of children in foster care and child protective services get trafficked. What, what, I don't want to get too heavy really early, or we can, because we've already kind of been there. But what are your thoughts on all that and, and, and that well, kind well, of aspect? Here's the thing, man. Uh, you know, I, my father was a professional fighter and, and tried to murder my mom, and that's why they took us out of the home. And I spent six years uh, being severely abused with my two brothers in a foster home. So I know firsthand the shit that happens uh, to kids in that whole system. I mean, we never had that happen to us, but we were abused by, uh, you know, the people that, that were in the home. So, uh, you know, as far as like, as far as I'm concerned, like I got skin in the game. I, I had uh, my, my, my friend's two daughters were in that ballet school and they got cultivated by Maxwell and the women who worked for Jeffrey Epstein to go down to that island. And I remember the whole shit happening because I, they, you know, I built this yoga center and it was free and we fed the homeless. I, you know, I tried to do a little philanthropic work with, if I made money respect, man. to respect. pay that shit forward. And, you know, I knew these girls since they were little kids, man. And to, so the way they did it was they sent the women into the ballet school telling, telling, um, you know, telling the parents and they always would focus in on broken families, right? Cause she was a single mother, this woman, she, she made handmade jewelry and sold it in Soho. She had a table set up. So she made just enough money to pay the bills and, and keep her kids in this ballet school. So they, the predator fucking scumbags that they are, yep. you know, they look for the kids that, you know, they don't just pounce. They find out what the whole situation is. So then they promised them they were going to go to this 
you know, elite school with all the world world's best scientists and climate change people. Everything's going to be paid for. There's there's young men and women there. There's going to be chaperones. Uh, they're going to get scholarships. They're going to get uh, you know computers and basically all this stuff. And then they disappeared. And the mother had a nervous breakdown. She didn't hear for her kids. And I, I was with her during this whole time. We still kept the center open. She's like, my kids hate me. I don't know what's going on. They won't even talk to me. I can't get in touch with them. I don't even know where they are anymore. And, um, you know, she had a nervous breakdown over the whole thing. And, uh, you know, they were gone for like six years until they aged out. But I'll tell you, I think it was. She the couldn't get them for six years? Nope. Nope, oh because they moved, they moved them around. And there's a picture, uh, they posted it on, you know, The Sun, that, that, that London newspaper. I think it was The Sun or the UK Mirror. And it was a young girl coming out of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and F Prince Phillips. Yeah, I sent the picture to Joe Rogan. I'll show you right here if you're able to see it, right? I sent it to Brian. When this whole shit went down, I was Dude, like, "I know exactly the picture you're talking about." Yeah, let me let me see if we can see it because I was like, you know, it was uh, it was it was her, and she was oh coming out my of uh, God, and uh, she was coming out of Prince Philip's uh, apartment. So they were trafficking these kids. Uh, all over, all over fucking Europe, and um, and uh, you know, and they just disappeared. And uh, let me see what we got here. So, my, so he has she been able to at all reconnect with them? Yeah, but they they're older now, and uh, and the thing is, they don't want to talk to nobody about it because. Oh, you know, yeah. I was like, yo, you should get them, you should get them to come on and, and uh, on Joe's podcast, We, uh, you know, but they didn't want nothing to do with it, man. They were like, as, you know, you can imagine, they're, yeah, the they're in fear of their through. life, you know? Yes, of course, of course. So, like, these people, you know, these are powerful people that, uh, you know... Trying to find this fucking thing. I mean, like what the, what they supposedly did. What if we believe Epstein is dead? What they did to him, okay? Uh what they could totally do to any of these young ladies who've been. That's yeah. the photo. That's that's the older daughter. She's sixteen. There. That was on the cover of the fucking paper, man. And to see that, you wow. know. And, you know, I, I, I follow Tim Ballard and Al Rescue, and I know you're, you're uh, always posting about the, the marches to save the children and the rest of this shit. And, and you know, I, I'm just like, why ain't this fucking getting more coverage in the media, man? They're, they're sidetracking us, you know, with all this other bullshit. There's 800,000 kids missing right now in the United States, man. And... um you know, as, as as someone who could have gone down that same path as a kid, man, I kind of skirted that whole danger of that. But, uh, 
had fucked up shit happen to me, but like I said, I got skin in the game. I known that girl right there and her sister since they were little children, man, two and three years old. They grew up around all of us. And to know that these motherfuckers did that to them, you know, and it's just, you know, it just fucks me up, man. I mean, you know, and, 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 uh, and then they say Jeffrey Epstein killed himself and all this shit. And, uh, you know, my friend works in the corrections department in New York City. I won't mention his name, but he goes, I know that facility. I worked in that facility. Ain't no fucking way he killed himself. And there's no way that both of those cameras were out at the same time. Yeah. I mean, dude, the odds on that happening are just beyond ridiculous. And the fact that anybody even accepts that. Now, has he ever stated whether he thinks he's actually dead? Uh, nah, you know, we don't get into that. Like, uh, he, just, he just told me as, as a corrections officer. You know, who knows? Listen, man, you know the games these motherfuckers run, man. I mean, you know, it's 9-11 today, dude. And here I am in New York City. I was there that day. You know, so there's a lot of unanswered questions for everything, man. And, you know, the whole shit now is if you question the mainstream narrative about anything, you're immediately labeled uh, you know, this like right wing conspiracy theorist. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't adhere to any fucking politics, whether it's left or right. I look for the fucking truth. I'm not, I mean, that's my punk rock background, you know, yes. like that's where I come from. Number one rule in punk rock, question authority. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was 15 and 77 on the streets of New York, hanging out with the Ramones, going to Max's, going to fucking CBGB's, like that whole Sex Pistol shit, the damn, the fucking, the Ramones, the Dead Boys, like it was this, it was a different thing. Now, like the punk rockers today, it's all, it's just fucking fashion. Half of them, you know, don't, they got no bite to them at all, you know, and then they like going online, okay, boomer. Yeah, dude, I'm just thinking about that. It's just, that's all they got. You know what I say to them? I say, yeah, I'm 58. I do three Ironmans a motherfucking year. I'm up at five o'clock every day. And I will outwork your ass to the fucking ground. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're half my age and I will fucking dog you. (laughs) That's, you know, like... That's all you got. Okay, boomer. Yeah, they got nothing. They got nothing. And I I understand that, dude. I understand that, man. I understand that, dude. They just, I just feel like, you know, through time, there's been this push from the, the, the rebels against authority. But I just feel right now, it's like, the authority owns all the rebels, like all what's going yeah. on right now in Hollywood and in music and the co-signing uh, uh, on this power structure. And, you know, just put out this new shirt, like rage on behalf of the machine. And it's just so true what's going out there. And I, it just blows my mind. Like I grew up, you know, I've been in Hollywood for 20 years working at the comedy store, which was the last of like the 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 punk rock comedy scene like it was the last where yeah. like indies were and like some of the people there and what they did to their fellow comics is just disgusting but it's across the board yeah we've just seen this whole push to be like like the denial 
because these people still believe in R's and D's. That's the whole thing. They believe in the R's. They believe in the D's. And they can't come to grips with the D's are now, like, been up to some shady shit for a very... Oh, 100 fucking percent, man. And you know what? I'm going to quote the great Bob Marley and what he said. Soon we'll find out who is the real revolutionaries. For sure, dude. And he said it. Because, and that's what I see, the amount of fucking people who claim to be punk rock hardcore and hanging out with the bad brains who wrote Fearless Vampire Killers. The lyrics, the bourgeoisies that better watch out for me all throughout this so-called nation. We don't want your filthy money. We don't need your innocent bloodshed. We just want to end your world. It's like, listen to the bad brains lyrics, man. They were telling you this shit, you know, back in fucking 1980, 1979. all these fucking people that I know from the hardcore scene are drinking the fucking Kool-Aid over this COVID shit, over all of this shit. You know, it's, they're just allowing them, they're laying down like fucking lambs to the fucking slaughter, man. And it, it's, 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 it's really insane. And people telling me Bill Gates is a good guy, like, you know. Hey, I got a fucking tunnel to sell you. I'll even throw in a fucking bridge on that one. <laughs> I'm with you, man. It's like everything that I had shoved down my throat. For I've been doing comedy for 28 years, dude. Yeah, I know. You know? And the, the 28 years, what I've had th- shoved down my throat with, don't trust the government, you know, fuck the popo, uh, my body, my choice, in like seven months has just been thrown out the door and now i'm just getting told we can't get back to normal till we get a vaccine yeah you know uh you know the defund the cops until they get in our face and then call the cops and you better be wearing a mask because if not the cops are gonna come and fuck you up you know The, the guy who's been in office for three years is everything wrong with the country. But the guy who's been doing politics for 47 years is suddenly going to check and save everything. Now, I have no illusion that a dude who is president, even for three, four years, is, is going to save us. I don't want anybody to save me. But it's just like, you guys keep telling me the guy who had his fingerprints over everything that is wrong with this country, without a doubt, drug laws, uh, a mass incarceration, free trade, censorship. He is a giant part of that. That guy's going to write the wrong Signing the Monsanto Protection Act with Obama. You know, like, just so much shit. This dude and, and Obama deported more fucking children than any president in the history of this fucking country. He was over there bombing fucking innocent kids with drones and got without the approval of Congress. He, you know, he got away with a lot of shit, man, because everybody drank the Kool-Aid. They made the perfect move. They know, okay, we can't, you know, this shit's all arranged like WWE, man. We can't have the, the white Republicans no more, right? So we got to have a brother in there now that, you know, we're going to think, oh, this guy's for the fucking people. Yeah. But if you look at the shady shit fucking Obama did, I'm like, and if you call people on it, they use, they say, oh, you're just a fucking racist and all this shit. They yeah. like throw at you. And I'm like, no, I'm just looking at the hardcore facts, which 
you obviously don't have, or maybe you do, and you're choosing to ignore it because you want this guy to be your savior. Yeah. Uh, and it just, you know, like I said, man, I didn't, I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Clinton. Clinton's a fucking witch. Yeah. Uh, that family has more fucking blood on their hands. It, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. And, and, and Bill Clinton going, you know, we're fuck, to the fucking island 26 fucking times. He's logged on that plane. All the shit Hillary Clinton has said with Benghazi and, and everything else. And, you know, like, I didn't vote for Trump either. So, you know, the thing is, is I'm, I'm looking at the actual facts of, of, of what's going on. And that's, but to agree with your point, to blame everything, most of those black people that got killed by cops happened on Obama's watch, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, it's like, and, and just overlook that and blame everything on who's, who's in office now. And, uh, you know. People get really I, mad when I say this, but it's like, one of the things I like about Trump, and I make no illusions about what the president is, that's a position of a war criminal. But that half the reason I like him is that all the people I find annoying hate him with like passion. That's so what my I'm, brother said. Yeah. My brother, when he won, and then fucking all the everybody was like, nah! <laughs> he was fucking, my brother was fucking. It was like comedy hour for him. Even now, he's like, I can't, because my brother's a veteran. He supports Trump 100 fucking percent. He's like, look, man, say what the fuck you want. The other cabinets were the fucking warmongers. Trump's a fucking capitalist. I believe he ran on the Republican ticket because he wouldn't have got in as an independent, whatever. They the would fuck. never. Have but my brother supports him completely, and, and my brother lays down the facts, and people... People don't want to hear it or, you know, whatever the case may be. But look, man, he pulled troops out of the Middle East. He fucking, you know, he You can't even celebrate that anymore. It's nah, unbelievable how the, how the left is just like, oh, yeah, well, what about this? I'm like, I put this out. I go, okay, I know you're not going to allow me to celebrate that. Now, we've got, now we only have like a small percentage of troops still in Afghanistan. Yeah. You won't let me celebrate this. I know, but what is wrong with it's it? It's like white people with hockey, man. Can't we have something? <laughs> yeah, right? Right? It's we unbelievable. Got hockey, man. <laughs> let it go, man. Let it go. Celebrate the little things. Because if everything is doom and gloom, and, and that, that is a big problem I have with a lot of the independent researchers in in the truth community is everything is doom and gloom yeah if there's not just like a little bit of celebration i I don't care if like pulling out the troops is a move to something else the movement the move of pulling out the troops let's have a moment of going okay this war which has been devastating to our our most expensive war in history afghanistan the mid and iraq all of this shit Dude, I, I, um... It's a never-ending war, and, and, you know, it's the, it's the military-industrial complex, and now the pharmaceutical-industrial complex is, is the next corrupt motherfuckers that's trying to take shit over, and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, and dude, I don't care what anybody says, he literally made it so that the certain prescription drugs, they couldn't raise the price on. I, yep. I don't, dude, he had, he had a guy in his administration whose job it was 
to battle and lower the price of pharmaceuticals ended up dead with uh, two hammer shots to the back of his head. I think they, yeah. they hit him with a hammer twice to the back of his head and they ruled it a suicide. Well, that's I, another thing is all the naturopath doctors that have been getting murdered in the United States nice, and committing dude. suicide. Listen, big pharma, man, Nazis. they are so fucking powerful in this country. They fucking, they rule shit. They're the ones pushing, pushing Fauci and look at Bill Gates and all this shit. Oh, it's a 20 to 1%, 20 to 1 uh, return on your dollar. And it's pushing him. You know, he failed Microsoft. He was a fucking criminal. Within one year later, he started the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on a fucking tear all over the world. Dude is a fraud. Dude, he's so fucked up. And, you know, when people tell me, I got my friend in India feeds one million kids every day. What? Okay? Yeah, he, fed, he has the biggest food program all over India. They feed one million kids out of all the out of all the yoga ashrams, the temples at Bangalore and all these he feeds one he was recognized by the Prime Minister of India. And I talk to people that work with him like because there's all these, you know, lawsuits going on right now against Bill Gates for what he did with the polio vaccines and, and all of this shit. They're like, it, you know, because you can't get the real truth over here because if you saw the movie Merchants of Doubt you know what the what what the chemical companies and cigarette companies they hired mouthpieces to kind of you know anyone who was saying cigarettes cause lung cancer they would throw fucking 30 motherfuckers at that person or or those comments just giving misinformation and they're doing it now with big pharma and google's in on it all of them they're burying the websites 20 pages deep if you try to get to the truth but yeah. I said, yo, what's going on with these vaccines and, and what Bill Gates did? It's like, yeah, he fucking crippled kids. Kids died. He sterilized kids. He has lawsuits coming against him. But then, you know, the so-called fact checkers, Snopes got caught taking money. Yeah. If and you saw the Vice article, who's fact checking the fact checkers? So... You know, they're all fucking getting paid off to keep this fucking lie of a narrative going that this dude, you know, like that meme, imagine spending your whole life giving most of your money trying to do all good things. Like, These idiots. Billy, Bill Gates. These idiots. So he is, the Minister of Health kicked him out of the country. They wouldn't allow them to take any more money from Bill Gates. And he has lawsuits going in courts in India. And that's the truth. And he did the same thing in Africa. Oh, yeah. And he's over in South Africa, you know, testing the COVID vaccine. And look what these two motherfuckers say. We want to give it to the black and brown people first. Unbelievable that that is said and nobody has a reaction Nobody to batted it. a fucking eye. <laughs> nobody oh batted God. an eye. And, and, and then he comes on and says... People think they have a, a choice whether or not to be vaccinated. You don't have a choice. It's not your choice. Like, oh yo, who appointed this, this motherfucker as the health czar? He didn't graduate college. He has no credentials. He's a failed scammer businessman who started a foundation, and now all of a sudden he's the global health czar? 
<laughs> it's just ridiculous. And, and what's going on in New York now with the schools? Because he got involved with that piece of shit Cuomo, you know, who fucking killed all, half of all deaths in New York was from him putting COVID patients into the nursing homes. He still won't. He still, and my great aunt was one of them. And oh, he man. still won't fucking, he still won't fucking man up and fucking take responsibility for that shit. And he's writing a book about COVID. He's got a book coming out about how he handled the pandemic. And he took Bill Gates' money. So now Bill Gates is in charge of the health safety of the New York state system. And it just came out today. They're talking about mandatory vaccines for all people in the New York school system. Unbelievable. Oh man, there's going to come a time where people are going to have to decide like, you know, my friends got really weirded out when I put this tweet on, but there, there might come a time where you're going to have to lay your life on the line for what you believe in. And it's like, yeah, man. there are moments where our forefathers said enough. And, you know, we've been really programmed, brainwashed, fed foods that has like altered our DNA into being complicit. Dude, and look at fucking, coming. look at Epicite, man. It's fucking population control. They started putting it into all the genetically modified corn and soy. They've been... They've been fucking with us with this food, the Monsanto Codex Alimentarius, which is run by the fucking drug companies and the rest of them to fucking destroy our health. People don't... See, I worked in a health food store in 1981. I remember them trying to pass Codex back in the day and the hippies fucking protested against it and it got silenced. Now you got all the fucking sheeple lining up, not... They just do everything behind closed doors. And this is all part of Codex's plan. You know, the, the whole new world order and what they're, you know. People say that's a conspiracy theorist. These motherfuckers said it. Now we could see a new world order. Obama said it. Clinton said it. Bush one and two said it. So if they're telling you this is what's coming, why, are you, why, is, why is that fucking switch not flipping in your fucking brain, man, to see that these are diabolical motherfuckers, man. And they, you know, their plan is multi-tiered on so many different levels. That's why they're controlling the seeds, man. Bill Gates has fucking invested so much money in organic seeds. And he also invested and bought 500,000 shares of Monsanto. There's so many issues to pay attention to, you know, that, you know, he's, I, just I a, he's just a fucking something happened to him, dude. Uh, it is my belief that the elites traumatize their children. You know, oh. you have a you have a, um, you have Paris Hilton coming out talking about her going to this private school in Utah and they just fucking ran her through the mill. Uh, I think that's how it's passed down, dude, that these these very, very elite people just traumatize their children and his dad did something to him and you see it in his swarminess and his sweaters don't first of all never trust a dude who wears sweaters oh no like, way all dude. the time sweater vests too yeah i'll, I'll fuck those dudes man fuck those dudes. sweater vest dude clear cut sign that motherfucker is off center man i'm with you dude i'm with but you, you know the, listen man the whole pedophilia 
and the whole shit, if you trace back to these motherfuckers what was going on in England and just, you know, like the shit runs so deep. I don't know if you, you For know, so long, too. Yeah. I mean, even the way the whole system's been set up, you know, Aaron Russo, you're a comedian, so you know he did the, he did the movie produced uh, Trading Places. He did a movie called um, America, Freedom to Fascism. And when this movie came out, I believe it was, what, 2009 or something? Uh, I saw it in the theater. There's an independent theater up the street from me. And I was like, I walked out of there fucking speechless. It talked all about, you know, the, the, the banking cartels from the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Warburgs, how they set up the illegal Federal Reserve, how they started all the fucking wars, how they put out all the misinformation and turned people against each other. Who was behind the first Great Depression? Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Done purposely. shit. And here's the thing. I have a friend, uh, you know, out in Cali, and he's, he was one of the writers on Married with Children, and he got sober. He, you know, he's a fucking maniac, dude, man. He, he did time. He's fucking banging dope in New York, robbing everybody. Went to California, got a job as a writer, and he became sober. So he used to, uh, he was the sponsor for Aaron's kids, man, right? So... He met Aaron a bunch of times. Aaron Russo went from being this healthy, vibrant dude, you know, all this eating right and all this shit, to being dead of cancer within six months after that fucking movie came out. Like, he fucking died, bro. Even, even, even Todd was like, yo, that shit was crazy, man. I never seen anybody. And that movie was in the theater for three days before it fucking got pulled. It got in under the radar. But if anybody wants to see the illegal system of banking that the Federal Reserve is, and they challenged IRS agents to find the rule about the fucking taxation in this country and uh, yeah. told them that they would pay $100,000 if you can find a law about the personal income tax. And none of them could. And I'll tell you something else. The Federal Reserve is not part of the federal government. Yeah, it's man, I just federal. had an argument with somebody on that one. And well, well you know what George Bush II did before he left office? He passed, the, one of the last things he did was pass an executive order to bring the Federal Reserve under the federal government. That was the last thing he did because everybody started getting hip to that shit. Kennedy passed Executive Order 11110 and that got him killed because he took the power away from the Federal Reserve and gave it back to the Treasury. And his uncle said, they're going to kill you for this. And he did that in June, and he was killed by, like, November. Yeah. Yo, so you fuck the with the banks or the, farm, the bankers or the pharmaceutical motherfuckers? Well, what do you think about all that stuff that supposedly Trump has done with that? You know, and, oh, you're a Trump tart. But I'm asking just a question. That's why I'm going to get yelled at. Supposedly took it under uh, the government for the first time. He's been putting his name on checks that are being sent out, which is a sign that he runs the Federal Reserve. Um, I saw. I saw that he was doing that. You know, be, uh, I mean, I don't. I, I I can't speak on that too much because I don't know how much how much uh, he actually took control of that. But I know if you look at that one year when Kennedy passed that, 
It doesn't say U.S. Federal Reserve note. It says U.S. Treasury note on all the bills that came out of the, you know, from the Treasury that year. It didn't say Federal Reserve. It said U.S. Treasury note. And the first thing Johnson did after he was, he, he was killed and Johnson took office, overturned that executive order. 100%. Right yeah. away, right away within the first year of him being president, that's the, one of the first things he did was overturn that executive order and give the power back to the corrupt banking cartel. And they're behind the wars because they do these false flags and all this shit because then the country has to borrow money from the Federal Reserve. And here's the thing, if we borrow five bucks, we pay that whole, we pay face value of that fucking money. Like, yeah. like if they print the $5 bill, then the taxpayers are paying $5 for that fucking bill. This is how corrupt the, tre the fucking Federal Reserve is. Well, they say, dude, that most of our tax money just goes to pay off the interest on our money. That's Just think it. about that. Now, who owns the Federal Reserve? There's a lot of discussion about that. Passar yeah. family. There's it goes also back to the Bank of England. The tax. The, 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 the Queen, dude. That there's this yo. whole notion that Ben Ben Franklin worked to deal out with the the the, the royal family. That percentage. <laughs> dude, I know everybody thinks I, I get. Are they real reptilians? I don't know, but all I know uh, is that all they these act like it. They do fucked up related. shit like like fucking reptiles. So they they they're cold blooded like a motherfucking reptile. So there's that. And they can't create, man. That's the biggest thing. If you see, like now they're running this Russian narrative again because they can't think outside the box. They're yep. not smart, so they keep running the same game plan over and over. And the problem they have to is, create the enemy, and then. Obama and Trump did away with all the enemies, man. Like there's no so so they have to create the the the, the hidden enemy, COVID. That's our enemy now, and you know they just talk crazy, dude. Dude, it's, it's just, just like people don't see this shit. It's just it's and and with COVID, I was talking to my friend yesterday, the guy I'm working out here. I brought him out here. He's very thankful for the gig. He's my good friend, but like. His reaction to COVID is just like, well, I'm just doing it as a common courtesy. I'm like, dude, how many people are killing themselves? What about those people that were destroying our economy? What about the courtesy to them? You're worried about 70 and 80-year-olds who, if you actually talk to them, would probably be like, no, dude, don't destroy the economy for us. Yes. I had a great run. Dude, right now, my children are seven months old, right? If they get when they get to 18, or they even get to like right now, if they were like, dude, we gotta do this to save that, so you don't, you know, we gotta do this to save you, they're probably gonna have a bad no, dude, off me, man. I don't care, save my kids, man. Well, the latest report is that the suicides and drug overdoses from this shit are gonna fucking far surpass COVID 100%. death. 100%. And if you look at the CDC, all the numbers they just came out with, it was only actually 6% of all of those statistics were actually purely COVID deaths. The rest of those deaths, people were dying of other shit. And just like my great aunt, she had stage four cancer. She's in a fucking nursing home. And then they labeled her as- COVID death. As, as a COVID. And, and myself and my girlfriend, we know all kinds of people that are nurses and doctors. They're falsifying death records. Listen. 
It's about fucking money. It ain't a conspiracy. It's about fucking money and control. You know, they were like, okay, how do we further take control of the fucking masses? And 9-11, everybody, today's 9-11, 19 years ago. Everybody came together, right? Look at this shit. Everybody's at each other's throats over COVID, over the election. They've completely, like, yeah. you know, yeah. if you saw the movie yeah. Network, they, they, they've put it into play perfectly. They have everybody fighting each other. So we're not paying attention to what the elites are doing behind the scenes. These fucking, you know, you could say, oh, pedophile rings is a fucking conspiracy theory. Well, you got your fucking head up your ass if you think that. Because yeah. that shit is happening. You know, like I said, go check out Our Rescue, Tim Ballard, B-A-L-L-A-R-D. His story's insane. Um, you know, he was a CIA officer and then Homeland Security investigating this. And they weren't letting him do his job. And then he fucking quit. And he started this organization. And he has all ex-special forces and law enforcement they go all over the world taking these fucking pedophile What's codes. the name of the organization? It's called Our Rescue. Okay. His name is, he, man, you, you should get him on one day, man. Tim I would is, do it in a Tim heartbeat, dude. fucking dear. amazing, man. He's a bad motherfucker. My boy who's an active duty SEAL right now is going to go volunteer. They, they all train out of a CrossFit gym in San Clemente. All these fucking guys train together. They travel together. And they go down and they're fucking bad dudes that go down and take these scumbags. I think the last I'm thing in. he said was he was in the Caribbean and they had 12-year-old kids chained to fucking beds, man. And this whole sex trafficking shit is fucking happening and it runs deep. And I'm going to tell you something else, man. It runs deep in fucking Hollywood, too. Of 100%, dude. Deep in fucking Hollywood, man. 100 and we got this this thing and like the uh, these white chicks in hollywood and they're they're pushing all this fucking me too shit and there's silence on pedophilia it what is happened? unbelievable what happened to that where's the fucking where's the hashtag going viral for the fucking kids that are getting silence and and murdered and fucking everything else that they're doing to these fucking kids. There's no, none of these, well, you know what? There's a few of, Tim Ballard actually did this movie. Um, who's the actor that did, um, that uh, he did the movie about Jesus Christ and they kind of black. Mel Gibson. Well, but who was the, the actor? actual actor? Oh, because man. Because he just did this sex trafficking movie. And, dude, Hollywood just fucking came after him for doing this movie, man. If you go on Tim's page, you'll find out uh, Cavicio or whatever the fuck his name is. I'll look it up, dude. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to talk talking, about but, him maybe you know, coming down and, to the and, march, and, and, too. And, and even, like, yo, I'm, I'm friends with, uh, with Corey Feldman and all these guys talking about what these motherfuckers were doing and these producers and everything with the fucking kids, and everybody laughed at him and made fun of him. Well, guess what, motherfucker? He was telling the fucking truth. And it's then they blackball so you and destroy your fucking career if you speak. You know, they made so much shit about the Me Too 
and the fucking hashtag, oh, such and such producer, uh, you know, tried to get me on the casting couch and have sex with me. How about the kids that are fucking molested by the pedophiles? Why ain't you talking about that fucking part of Hollywood? Yeah. Probably weird. Well, you know Nobody- why, man? They can't spin it into a, a, an audition, a, 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 a writing gig, or a, a, a set, or something like that. Like when, when I did that march, uh, Save Our Children, and all this negativity that came, even from the conspiracy side, right? Yes. And, and I'm like, dude, this march, I don't, you're telling me these people are controlled opposition. This is the dumbest fucking march ever then because it's raising awareness and the numbers were fucking huge, dude. And they were marching no media coverage. Out, of love, out of love, dude, out of love. Because the people they're marching for could do nothing for them in return. Yep. They're never going to be able to help them financially, never going to be able to help them career-wise. It is a march. I don't know why pedophilia is fuck is fucking politicized and if i hear another person tell me dude you accuse someone of pedophilia their their life is done no dude you know whose life is done the children they never had a yep. fucking chance they never had a chance i've never heard and like my friend crystalia got destroyed for for an accusation on 17 year old girls where in some places that's legal shit 17 year old girls who later on turned out it wasn't even real he showed how they doctored the emails the first accuser worked at the dnc okay she was a dnc intern all right netflix drops him and then puts out cuties where people what's up with that shit what's up with that look at the fucking pictures believable yo my friend in germany watched it and she was like i couldn't believe what they were showing it was disgusting it's like soft porn for fucking, it's like soft porn for fucking pedos, man. And Netflix is allowing it. And the dude who gave it the, and, and their, their rebuttal was, while well, it won an award at Sundance. Yeah, guess what? That guy was fucking charged with molesting a 14-year-old fucking girl and is yeah. sitting in fucking prison now. When we say molest, let's say it rape. Rape, rape. right, rape. Those are, rape. like, we use these words and it gives people fucking wiggle room. Or, or they say an underage, had sex with an underage woman is the other thing. No, you fucking raped the fucking kid, man. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? There's a term for them motherfuckers in prison and it's called short eyes. And there was a movie that, um, my buddy Joe Carberry was the, was the star, and it was written by Miguel Pineros, who did the New Yorican Poet Society, right? And even prisoners know who the worst murderers know who's the worst criminals of society, because when the pedophiles, short eyes means that you, you have an eye for kids. And when you go into the prison system, them motherfuckers are hunting you down. Except now, it's changed. People tell me who just came out that they have gang members protecting these fucking pedophiles in the prison system now. So nobody what? fuck. Yeah, dude. They they fucking hire uh, gang members inside to protect the pedophiles now. But the thing that gets me is how if you bring that shit up, you're a right wing conspiracy theorist. Like that's yo, that's QAnon. That's that's fucking. That's like MAGA hacks. No, you're a fucking idiot, dude. That's what you are. 
Because you don't see no MAGA hat here. You see a fucking Bad Brains hat. Because <laughs> that's what I'm about. Fuck the, fe the fearless vampire killers, man. You know, we, we have to... We have to stand up for the truth and speak the truth regardless of whatever the outcome must be. That's, you know, that's, that's the real shit right there. That's how I grew up. I grew up on the fucking streets in New York. I grew up, yo, if you do some grimy shit, you're, I'm going to get in your face about it. That's, that's the world that we come from. We don't, we never fucking cow down to politics or any of that shit. We used to say, you know, no, there's no justice, there's just us. Now the same motherfuckers that said that shit are like, wear your mask, get a vaccine. Oh yeah, pedophile cults, that's a conspiracy theory. Nobody's trying to poison your food. Stop with the fluoride and the GMOs and like vaccines are poison. And I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I want to talk to you. What is your take on what's going on in New York? You know, I mean, like we go back to the punk rock and how all, you know, forever, you know, it was Rage Against Machine. New York is like, I'm a New Yorker. Don't well, fuck Rage with New Rage Against Yorker. the Machine came later. Like the real No, shit. but I mean like uh, what I mean by the, 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 the thought of we the got rage, of rage against, against the mechanism well, that is oppressing us. Like, not necessarily now banned. it's like, like you said, rage for the machine. Uh, rage that's what behalf, they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're doing now. They think, you know, they think voting for fucking Joe Biden and, and Kamala, Kamala fucking whatever her name is, who locked up fucking black people and kept them in prison because it was free fucking labor. And that's how the lesser of two evils and... Was going to let a guy die on death row that she had yeah. DNA, which proved he was innocent and she didn't want to let him go because she was worried about how that would affect her record. Yeah. Well, that, that, that happens a lot, man. I, I, I actually donated to the Innocence Project. I do it every and month. And I just worked, and I just did a documentary called 30 to Life uh, with that one of the Australian Navy SEAL guy, Paul DeGelder. He had his arm and his leg taken by the bull shark on Shark Week. And then with Kip Anderson, we created this documentary working with guys who did over 20 years in the, in the prison system out there. Uh, you know, gangbangers and people that society just turned away and considered hopeless cases. 87%, uh, over almost 85 or 87% recidivism rate in California uh, because they violate you for any little thing when you're on parole. It's, you know, the prison systems, if you saw the thir 13th, it's, it's, it's become free. It's like free. It's, slavery still exists, man. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of fucking wrong that's going on in this country, too. Uh, and then, you know, this whole political bullshit just, just makes it worse. But New York, like, I just can't even believe what's being done to this city by Cuomo and, um, and this other fucking clown, de Blasio's the worst fucking mayor ever. Captain Gayface. You know, people forget. See, I'm a New Yorker, and I remember when... Uh, Andrew Cuomo ran against uh, uh, against uh, against Koch, right? And what? And you know what? You know what? Um, you know what the son Mario Cuomo said? You know what his line was? Because Ed Koch was gay, he said, "Vote for Cuomo, not the homo." <laughs> How times have changed, huh? Yeah, man. And you know, 
these motherfuckers are walking around. They're getting, you know, six figures. There's a whole thing going down because Bill de Blasio and his wife uh, took in $860 million in donations and grants and gave it to all their friends' organizations, right? Now there's an investigation by the New York State Comptroller to where that fucking money went because the fucking, um, he, because the, uh, the homeless and mentally ill situation has never been worse. And I was on the streets in the 70s. I've never seen it like it is right now. You wanted to fund the motherfucking cops and abolish the police. And then you get these little kids that grew up, you know, in, in wealthy families in Connecticut and they're coming down here and marching and, you know, with Black Lives Matters or whatever, that's cool. Black Lives Matter. I agree with that. Do I, am I going to donate to that corrupt ass fucking organization? No. But I'll tell you this these kids are out there holding signs, all cops are bastards, abolish the police. I said, listen, young lady, as a 58 year old motherfucker who grew up on the streets in New York City, when the crime was out of control, I'm going to tell you something right now. None of you snowflakes are cut out to survive what you're asking for. The only thing keeping you from being raped and murdered and robbed and stabbed is those cops. Yeah. And now, you know who wants the anti-crime? Because my friend was in the 7-5. He was one of the heads of the gun confiscation task force, right? Now, all the cops are retiring. If you got over 20, they had to put a fucking stop on the cops retiring. You know who wants the gun confiscation task force, the anti-crime units to come back? 89% of black people living in those neighborhoods who are being killed yeah. by these kids running around with fucking tech nines now. Yeah. They want the gun units to come back. See, the liberals passed this shit, but they don't got to live in those fucking neighborhoods. 100%. They don't got to fucking suffer the crime and the violence. All these kids running around, wanting to defund a cop, going home to gated communities where nobody can get to them. Yeah, exactly. Look at what de Blasio did. So, Bracey Mansion, where he lives, it's inside of a park. You know what that motherfucker did? He put up fencing around half the park and doesn't let anybody go near his fucking place. And he God, gets secure. All these people, even the mayor of the mayors of all these cities that are out of control, they fucking got hired security. This this fucking wackadoo, like that crazy looking fucking chick from Chicago, like yeah, Beetlejuice. Yo, Beetlejuice is crazy, man. <laughs> but. You know, and then she wants to increase her fucking security. And meanwhile, they're letting, they let these, they let this shit happen. It's, they destroyed New York City for political fucking reasons. 100%. And it's so obvious that, and, and look what he does. He goes and paints Black Lives Matters in front of fucking Trump's building. You telling me he ain't destroying the city to get back a fucking Trump? Okay? I also think it's a, uh, it's a show uh, that they're willing to do anything to get a, a higher up on the Democratic ticket. Nobody yeah. thinks Joe Biden's going to last that long. They think there's going to be a spot open. So you got Michigan, you got New York, you got California. You have these governors and mayors showing that they're willing to scorch the earth 
to get into these power positions. Absolutely. Absolutely. These, these, these people are fucking insane. And then they tank the economy. Look what happened in Sweden, man. They went to herd immunity. Now they're laughing at everybody. They're fucking living their lives. No masks, no cases, no nothing. We, it's the first time we locked down healthy people. Yeah. You lock down yeah. healthy fucking people. That's yeah. not what you do. You, yeah. you, you take care of the elderly and the people with the pre-existing conditions. You keep them in quarantine and you let everybody else go about their fucking business. You don't fucking lock. I was walking down these streets at five o'clock down first Avenue in the middle of the fucking Avenue where it's usually nonstop traffic, there wasn't a car on the fucking road back in March, man. And then they're out there putting that fucking 5G in every fucking night, them boxes. New York's and shit. bad with that, dude. They're and, trying, and now I there's think a big investigation about the safety of it, you know. Like they said, all right, hold up. We got to check this shit out. I want to get into, like, you know, listen, man. I am not a guy who's fighting for the little person and doesn't believe that the black community has is has gotten just destroyed by institutional racism. It's so obvious, okay? Black yes. Lives Matter has been co-opted just like Vice was co-opted, okay? Rich came in, grabbed it, threw a bunch of money at it, molested it, and changed it, okay? But the but the NBA, I love the NBA. It is in my blood. I like, I've been following since early 80s, dude. I love the NBA, man. But LeBron, these BLMs, just crying about all this stuff going on. People don't realize LeBron James wants change in law enforcement. What people don't realize about LeBron James is the reason Cleveland was so heartbroken that he left is that city bent over backwards to take care of him. In particular, his mother, his mother would drive drunk, get pulled over by the cops. When they realized it was LeBron James's mom, do you think they arrested him? Her? No, they didn't. They gave her police escorts home so she got their safety. And this guy who got basically caught lying about people painting the N-word on his house. It never was proven because it never happened. Well, they've been doing that for a long time. Look at Tawana Brawley and even Spike Lee put that shit in his movie, Do the Right Thing. Tawana told the truth. No, she didn't. You got these race baiters, man, Al Sharpton and all of them, Farrakhan. FBI, dude. F- FBI. He's a Why do we listen to him anymore? FBI. Jesse Jackson brought Martin, Lu- Martin Luther King to a hotel they didn't want to and admitted that he stepped to the side so they got a cleaner shot yeah. and then took some of the blood and wiped it on him. Yet we're listening to this punk-ass bitch tell us shit. Yeah, this guy's it, fucking dude. He would, he would, and, 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 and being a New Yorker, people don't remember the shit he did where he, he was white sneaker, uh, this white uh, person who'd been in the community forever, had a sneaker store on 125th Street, and he hired all blacks and, 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 and Latinos and Latinas to work there. They were like family. Al Sharpton, says get the get the white interlopers out of Harlem and some maniac goes and burns the fucking store down and kills a bunch of black people and Spanish people, right? People died in the fire. And people 
They don't even say shit about it. Even the Tawana Brawley shit, he knew she lied. The cops never did that shit, and he kept he kept the lie going. The guy is a fucking piece of shit. He looks like a fucking alien now. Boule, dog. Boule. Yo, and he's got a show on fucking, I think it was like MSNBC or whatever, the Al Sharp, the National Action Network. He fleeces down businesses. That's how he makes money. He said, I'm going to say that you practice systematic racism and you don't hire black people on your board. And unless you donate to the National Action Network, whatever is fucking National Action Network or whatever. He never shows up when there's a bunch of shootings in black communities. But as soon as it's some racist thing that he could fuel the fucking fire, there he is. Like a fucking like a fucking herpy fucking showing up. Yo, here's the thing. They never ever talk about what's going on in Libya. You know, it's easy to talk about slavery in the past because you can't do anything about it. Therefore, they'll always be able to beat that drum. And it was ugly and it wasn't right. But we have it literally going on in Libya right now. We have, we have Muslims in camps in China. Yeah. And NBA isn't saying anything about that. LeBron James telling people not to pay attention to, to what's going on in Hong Kong. We, what we're, I mean, the NBA is going to be the best action we've seen in years, and nobody's going to watch it next year well, because look, of hypocrisy. Mark Cuban talked about how he doesn't get into other countries' national affairs. Dude, you're Jewish, bro, yeah. and you're being cool with concentration camps? Word. Get the fuck out of here, right, where's, the hash, where's the hashtag save the children on the courts, man? You know what I'm saying? I mean, statistically, listen, we can't, you know, we can't deny there's fucked up cops that do fucked up shit. And, you know, these deaths have been, they, these deaths have been happening. And these guys, you know, they, they're out of control, some of these fucking cops. But to say all cops... All cops are bastards. All co- this is the narrative. All cops, there's systemic racism throughout the entire fucking police departments of every fucking city in this fucking country. Is I mean, it's fucking ludicrous. I know fucking 20 cops in New York City that are walking fuck in front of a bullet for a fucking black person and have. So this whole bullshit narrative that they're pushing. They've weaponized actually, our diversity, dude. You know, they, if we want to talk statistics, I think it was like for every one black person that was killed unarmed by a cop, it was four white people got killed by unarmed by a fucking cop. So like, you know, sadly, the history of racism that exists in this, in this, uh, in this country what you have is people taking these events for political gain. And, and, and in Al Sharpton's case, to make money off of it. Or Farrakhan's case, to further start a race war in this country and separate people. But even Farrakhan's fucking dirty, man. Like, all these people, this is just one big shit show to keep the people divided. You know, I lived as a monk, as a Hare Krishna monk for two years from 82 to 80. Yeah, I was a Hare Krishna monk for two years, 82 to 84, right? And I was in temples with people of all walks of life, right? Black, white, Chinese, whatever, Indian. 
We never had one racial incident ever because we were dealing with higher consciousness, right? Not the skin disease, I'm white, you're black, you're this, you're that. So the solution to all of this shit is to elevate our consciousness. That's, that's the real hope that I have for, that's why the work I do, the books I put out and, and, and what I try to do is, you know, try to get people to, to uh, get into like the metaphysical side of life, man. Stop dealing with so much with this, like, and, and, and kind of open up some new chakras, man, and fucking yes. a new way of thinking and stop, turn off the goddamn fucking news, man. Dude, turn it off. Turn that shit the fuck off. That's, why do you think it's called television? <laughs> Whose vision are they fucking Snaps. telling? It's, tell, it's programming. It's not scheduling. Program. It's programming. Programming. We interrupt, we interrupt your programming to program you some more with, a, with this, you know, news bulletin. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, man. It, you know, the rabbit hole fucking runs deep, man. And they've been... You know, Maya in Sanskrit means that which is not. They created an illusion. And people are going for the fucking illusion, man. Instead of the real, the real substance, they fucking, they bought up the illusion of the whole shit. That's what all the great teachers like Jesus who went to India and studied. Yeah. And, and studied everything, man. Tibet, India. Like all the great masters that had you know, mystic potencies and could see shit were like, don't fall for the smoke and mirrors of the material world, man. It's like, it's like a jewel on the head of a serpent. You're going to be attracted to that jewel. And when you get close, boom, it's the bite of death. You yeah, know? dude, I am it, man. That's, I started this new podcast called Zero. And it's, it's like all this information you learn on Tim Fall Hat, you got, this, this informs you, and then Zero is my spiritual podcast. That's how you learn to deal with it all. Yeah. And what you learn is to let it go and save yourself and do it in your – like, dude, I've decided today after doing episode Zero, my goal is to get the black community to do mushrooms. I don't know any of you who do shrooms, who wake up and fucking – Deal deep inside. There's I've never seen a rapper sh rap about shrooms. Have you ever heard seen one no. rap about mushrooms? Can we get Bill Gates to take some mushrooms? I'd love to do that. I think every president should have to do shrooms right when they get wow. elected, dude. Boom, Hell drop yeah. some, a, 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 like a god shot worth of fucking shrooms, dude. Yo, hell yeah. Do like mushroom therapy for these motherfuckers. Like, well, I just read they started giving people uh, LSD that were in hospice and stuff like that to like help them with the transition to get out of their bodily state of mind, you know, like, because, you know, it can definitely open up, you know, different chakras uh, in the different, uh, you know, energy fields within the body and the mind that are there. So it's like, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, the whole, uh, the whole system is so ass backwards, man. It's so ass backwards, dude. And that's been done purposely yep. over a long time, dude. What is up is really down. What is down is really up. And well, they've been 
teaching us this forever, dude. Look at George Carlin, man. He fucking, you know, I, I loved him, man. The shit that he used to say. They don't want you healthy. They don't want you sick. They want you just well enough to run the machines. Yep. And that's, that's what, what they want. They don't, they don't want free thought, man. They don't, they don't want you thinking outside the box. That's, that's not what they want. And that's the minute you buy into the lie and you're sitting there and you believe in all the, these people are reading a fucking script. These people are not, they're reading a script that was given to them. They're not, that, the news that you're seeing is not this person reporting anything. He's, he's reading a fucking script that's programming people to believe all this shit. And, you know, my, my, my spiritual teacher, Prabhupada, said there has to be spiritual solutions to material problems. Like, that's, that's the key. That's the key to life. That's how you fucking beat down any problem you got where, you know, that I went through everything that happened to me as a kid, the fucking addiction, the violence. It's when I got into that other side of that metaphysical side of my life you know, like meditating and doing yoga and, and fucking training. I, I compete in like Ironmans now and just fucking, it's all about pushing yourself. You know, I love David Goggins and these other guys who are just like getting after it. And it's like, it's a battle with the mind, right? It's all in the mind. The universe and, and, is in and, the and mind. And they know that. That's why, that's why they're sitting there pro, trying to program your thought. Yep. They know yep. that if we just turn that shit off and start really thinking for ourselves, they're going to be in fucking trouble. There's going to be an uprising in this country. That's why they killed all the revolutionaries, even Malcolm X, all of them, Bob Marley, every fucking one of them that tried to bring people together and spread the message of like, yo, the Babylon system is the vampire sucking the blood of the children day by the day. Babylon that's, system, dude. That's it. We're in the heat of this shit right now. And it's like, people better fucking stand the fuck up for their rights because these motherfuckers have some insidious agenda coming down the pipe. Because I'll tell you right now, and all my friends said it, they, I'm sure these motherfuckers could not believe how willingly people went along with the shit that they've been doing with this whole fucking COVID shit and every fucking thing else of what's happening, not in just in this country, what they're doing in Australia, what they're doing in England, what they're doing all over the fucking place. I went to Jamaica. The WHO is so fucking corrupt. Like, they're just controlling all these fucking countries, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, the power that we're giving these people, man. I can't believe it either, dude. And uh, it's shocking to the point where I, uh, I'm starting to get into this NPC thing, dude, that like What's that? Are just, uh, non, non-player characters, dude, where it's oh, like shit. the really, it's in a, it's a simulation type thing where there's just people here that they have a certain programming and it's not to question everything. And it's just to fill in the role. And it sounds so weird to talk about human beings like that and not that anybody's less than anybody else but though like when you tell people the virus isn't that bad you're going to be okay and the pushback yeah like like we're we have it so good in this country that people are desperate for their fight and flight to get itched 
and the notion that they have to do something to save themselves from this virus that should have people dying on the on the virus. And, and here's the other thing: our, our 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 medical experts. I had a friend just tell me that his co-host's mother is a doctor or a nurse, and she was calling the mob was calling the co-host crying about the bodies in the hotel in the hospitals. I'm like. Where is this? Where is this? Ha- Why is your mother doing this to you, this girl? Why is her mother doing this? Because I've heard doctors say this, and there's no physical proof of this happening. Can I tell you something? Let me tell you what I did, and they kept removing all my videos. When the, first, when the shit first hit, right, I was, the, the news was reporting the hospitals are being overrun. There's all this shit. People that I know in the health industry are saying, dude, that's not what the fuck I'm seeing. So I went and I started filming all the hospital emergency rooms, the tents they set up in Central Park, the boat they brought in, all the triage tents. They were all fucking empty. Empty. Central Park, the big triage thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there with all these reporters. I trained in Central Park. I went up there. All these reporters from all over the world were there with their credentials. I go, we've been standing here 40 minutes. I ain't seen a motherfucker go in those tents or come out those tents. Those tents are open. There's nobody in them. And this lady from Spain was like, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I come back every day and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm expecting to see hundreds of people coming in and out. I haven't seen anybody and ordering the ventilators and I need 30,000. What is 3,000 ventilators gonna do for me? I need, then he ends up, nobody went on the fucking comfort. Nobody went in the Jacob Javits Center. Dude, the numbers that they were saying, it ain't the fucking truth. And the trailers that they had outside because they closed the morgues. People die in hospitals every fucking day. They were putting the bodies inside the fucking refrigerated trailers outside of the hospital. <clears throat> there wasn't this overrun. Yeah. And then the people, now they just said, oh yeah, well these people all had other very deadly uh, conditions that were killing them anyway and they contracted COVID and blah, 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 we listed it as a COVID death. It's insurance fraud. The hospitals are a fucking business, bro. They have stockholders, they have fucking CEOs. They're out to make fucking money. Look at all the Florida cases that, they all those cases, they said actually, they reported 100% positive cases. Only 10% of them were fucking positive. And the other thing is my friends who are nurses and doctors are saying, this shit's becoming a toothless tiger. It's not the same virus that came around in fucking February. It's, it, you're getting 70, 80-year-old people going into the hospital with like a flu for a couple of days and then getting discharged, and they're fine. So, you know, and the other thing is, they, now they showed on CNN, oh, all these teachers just died. Every single one of them was obese with heart conditions and type 2 diabetes. Have you heard Anthony fucking Fauci, who takes 15,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day, by the way, for his immune system? You mean the Hitler of AIDS? Yeah, yeah, people forget that shit. Look up the article 
that ha that came out in Spin Magazine in 1989 about Fauci and AZT because I just saw the movie Dallas Buyers Club about how they were killing all the gay people with that drug. And that was Fauci, right? So there's a lot of there's a lot of hoax to shit going on behind this whole fucking thing, man. And they and they they control people through fucking fear. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing. It's they got you to give up your rights from fucking fear of the the fear that they put into people. But Fauci, have you have you heard one single doctor come on the news and say your best thing to do now is to strengthen your immune system? The the immune system became a conspiracy theory in 2020. It's a conspiracy theory to talk about the immune system. All they talk about is wear a mask, social distance, wait for the vaccine. That's their mantra. And even well, with the I vaccine, they're like, it probably won't, won't, we'll probably won't be able to go back still. It's like, oh, my God, dude. Yep. And now they're saying, well, flu season's coming. Everybody should keep their mask on and get a flu shot. Yeah, go fuck nah, yourself. Not, not going to happen, not homie. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening, dude. That's right, brother. Well, man, this has been a wonderful conversation, Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, man. Hey, man, I'm really honored to have talked to you, man. I've never vibed with anybody better. Uh, Same here, man. Like, dude, I watch all your shit. I listen to your fucking <laughs> episodes on Rogan. And, like, yo, the last holdout is to comedians, man. They're fucking the last holdout. I'm trying, dude, but I'm fighting a battle. It's like one versus everyone, dude. Everybody is so afraid. I'm Yo, like, I built this pirate ship. I'm raiding motherfuckers. And like, dude, people I love turning on people I love. It's yep. disgusting, dude. It's disgusting. Well, you know, a mutual friend of ours, the fucking, uh, you know, they're trying to fucking, well, you know, what they're trying to do to our friend, man, is sickening, who I've known for fucking since the 80s, dude, and is one of the most stand-up motherfucker I ever met in my fucking life. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> right. And you know, I'm glad that you came to his defense and, and because a lot of people are just fucking keeping clear and not taking his back, man. Not only not taking his back, his own friends are part of the people taking him out. It's I, I, a bunch of fucking brutas, you know? It's like, E2 Brute, right? That's exactly what I'm dealing with. A bunch of backstabbing scumbags wow, trying to save themselves. The, like, yo, the music shit too, bro. Fucking everybody's out for themselves, man. You know? It's it's like that in everything, man. You know, like, it's terrible, the shit that I see going on. And uh, I wrote that book, Meet Us of Pussies, and it's like, it's a fucking joke. It's tongue-in-cheek. You know, I had... Oh, yeah, everything's uh, literal now you know until somebody you like does it, and then yeah. it's just a joke. It's you know how many fucking meatheads fucking told me, yeah, you're a fucking pussy faggot, you don't eat fucking meat? I threw it back in their fucking face, dude. Like, it's shits and giggles, but dude, the fucking Me Too vegan feminist chicks fucking tried to take my whole shit down, get... Get, they had I, I had a fucking men's line campaign. They got it canceled, taken out of documentaries. They tried to ruin my funding for the film I just did. Yeah. Like, yo, get a fucking life, man. Why are you trying to destroy people that's trying to do good shit? Dude, Why are you trying to destroy, to destroy people my that are trying to 
you know what? In 20 years, these motherfuckers are going to come back and say, thank you, man. You know, I, I fucking put you down, but you were actually speaking the fucking truth about everything that was going down. And that's where we're at right now. There's very few that are going to speak the truth because they don't want to lose followers on social media or all of this bullshit that don't amount to a bunch of shit. If you don't have honor and integrity and speak the truth, no matter how unpalatable it is to the fucking masses, then you're a fucking sellout. Yeah. That's it. You're a fucking yeah. sellout. And I tell people all the time, man, it's like Johnny Carson was the biggest thing in the world and nobody talks about him right now. So you're selling your soul, fucking your friends over, stabbing them in the back for something that probably in five years, nobody will care. How many people are like, Talking, I mean, like all the greatest shows you've ever seen. How many still talk about them? Nobody. It's on yep. to the next one. The only thing that matters is did you make a human connection? Yeah. What about this one? Arsenio <laughs> Hall. Where's that? Nobody talks about it, dude. Nobody talks about Arsenio. Nobody talks about a lot of these. Uh... Gone, dude. And scumbags slitting throats trying to save themselves trying to head off what's coming and dude the universe deals with people dude they yep. deal with people and you either you cheat. listen or they song. show you you can't cheat karma yep so yeah yep. anyway brother this was an honor man, hey, man i don't man, know if you make it to say. la at all but man if you do i'd love to i'm do gonna that. hit you up because I, I, I gotta do a follow-up it's been two years so we gotta do follow-up filming for the documentary with all the guys like that you know that they're still doing good and and didn't didn't re get reincarcerated and Dude, anything I could ever do to help, anytime we can connect, talk, powwow, chat. Let's anything go march to... in Hollywood. Save the fucking kids, man. You let me know, dude. I am there. Bells I'm and whistles there. and megaphones, brother. Yeah, um, all right. Thank you so much, Yo, man. Peace, I appreciate man. it. Do you want to push anything for them to see, dude? Uh, yeah, check just, out. Uh, you know, uh, fucking whatever. My last book, The PMA Effect, it's all about mindset and fucking, you know, my... my John Joseph Cromag on Instagram, whatever. John Joseph. Man. You know. Uh, it was an honor, brother. Much love, man, and thank you for all you do, bro, because fucking, the, the, the fucking Seekers, I wrote a song, Seekers of the Truth, man, and it's very few fucking people out there that are questioning what's going on right now, and there's too many Kool-Aid drinkers, so props to you. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Hold on one second. I'm going to end the recording. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you all. I hope you enjoyed this. I call this, I call this screaming in agreement. These are my favorite episodes when two people just agree on everything and can't stop shouting to the hills. And I loved it. And uh, we'll do it again soon. Hope you guys have a great uh, weekend and we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.